Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome to the WA Betfair Edge, or thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on the AFL. Just find better odds in general on Betfair. Back, lay, trade and play your way. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner back with you for the WA Betfair Edge after missing a couple of weeks. And a shout-out to all the team that uh, that looked after it while I was away. We're going to talk about that in a minute with, well, the superstar from the West. Uh, they call him the Perth Racing Guru, and for good reason, because uh, when he sits in a, in a meditation sort of state and he thinks and he crosses his legs with his fingers hanging out and he says, how many am I going to tip today? They come to fruition. He gave us a ripper yesterday and admired it, $8 at Northern 2, and shout-out to him for that. His name is Terence Von Layton. How are you, Terry? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm very well, Miles. It's uh, it's great to have you back. It's great to have you back. I uh, I felt like a little bit of a fish out of water. See, I'm a punner. I'm a punner. That's not with an er. <laughs> that's with an a. That's with several a's. Punner. I'm a punner at heart, and, and not a uh, a radio show host. So uh, yeah, I was very uh, very glad to hear you were back this week. But uh, as you said, the lads, what a what a performance from Latham and then uh, Tommy Johnston stepped in. And uh, found us some winners and did a uh, did a cracking job yeah. in your uh, in your very noticeable absence. Thank you to the boys for that, and uh, yeah, apologies as well. Um, it's you guys have had a pretty good run too the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we have, we have. Do you know anyone? I was about to say, do you know anyone that backed Magnificent Andy yesterday? At, uh, <laughs> oh no! At, yeah. uh, at, uh, not yesterday. When was that? Wednesday. At Wednesday. Uh, Scarp at Scarpside. Sounds like something you would have caught in your early twenties. Scarpside, doesn't it, Miles? But yeah. I, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I saw the video. We all saw the video. I tell you what, you are, uh, you are a bit. I people love throwing together um, a bit of a, you know, a hee ha, hoo ha, multi. You know, and they really, they really land. And I actually, that's that's my whinge of the week. I'll, I'll get to that later. But um, you just seem, it seems to be a real regular occurrence. You can land these good price multis. It's it's quite incredible. Is there is there like is there stats on on how you go with the multi tipping? Because effectively, this is the way I look at it with my sort of mathematical brain. Is you've tipped that one? Yes. I was at thirty bucks. Yes, and they were fixed 30s. Yeah, so you've lobbed it out at 30s. It's probably, I mean, if, you, if you've traded the exchange and manually all upped it, and I'm a big fan of that, you're probably going to get 50s. Yep. Anyway, um, so that means your next 29 can lose and you're square. Think about that. That's but, 29 multis you can throw out and lose. But the thing is, I don't think you do throw out 29 multis and lose. That's why I'd love to see your numbers on it because I reckon it'd be quite incredible. And my whinge coming up shortly, we'll talk about how multis are a mugs game for people like me. Because yeah. I just so, I tried to throw one yeah. out last week well, and they, I missed a $1.40 pop. They, uh, I do keep all my own stats and I try not to. And I, I've also got like a, a thing with Trackside where I just do winning and losing days. So... I know how many negative days I've had on SE and track on air, like where, I, where I've had a stinker. Um, but with the multis is, yeah, I also, the, the last one I think was the $46 one was only about six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I've had a $15 one in between there. And I'm normally throwing out one or two a week. So if you sort of look at that, let's call it, say, two months or, or two and a bit month, call it three then. That's 12 weeks. Yeah. We've got a $46, a $15, and a $30 in 12 and weeks. And I've, and I've thrown out 30. two a week, yeah. you know, two to three a week. So, 
if that's sort of... But I, what I try to do is actually split them up with a state to state so that everyone's got a... Like, you've got a bit of an interest. To, I try not to put all three at all at one track. I try well, to get... probably enables you to find the best. And, and sometimes you can pinpoint one at a track. If you try and pinpoint four at the same track, it can get a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, and so it, if, you, if you sort of uh, segregate in that sense, it, the, it does make sense. Yeah, the important thing is, though, too, is, and I try to stress this to people, is if I, sometimes I put a five-legger up, go and take the five-legger, but then go and put three, like pick three that you like and then put three of those ones and take a smaller one or do them as a Trixie. So you're still going to get, you're still going to get like a, a Trixie yeah. or, you know, Canadians or what all these. So you still get paid if one leg goes under because I've had about four miss that, um, that were one leg go under and funnily enough, they've all been the shortest legs. We all, we all love a three-legged quaddie, don't we? Oh, Tell you what, you're good, though. That was a good. That's how I wanted to start the show. Five minutes of talking about how good you are. That's, that's the main thing I want mate, to it's, I'm, 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 I get lucky. Um, I get lucky, mate. That's what happens. Oh, don't, oh, don't go on the back foot now. Not no, at all. No, I it's, do. it's quite incredible. It, it is genuinely incredible, and I love. There is nothing I love more than seeing someone cheer one home. We'll be heading to the Broken Hill Hotel tomorrow afternoon with uh, Kripper and a few of the lads, BJ, Bradley. Anyone that wants to come and uh, have a beer and say hello, I'll tell you what, you'll see me riding a couple of tomorrow well afternoon. i'll tell you what i'm going to make that magnificent andy ride home i'm going to make that child's play by about 4 p.m yeah. tomorrow when we get stuck into one in the roma cup i tell you what well, it's everyone thinks you're a goose because you were booting home a thing at even money at northern that's like and yeah. you at two dollars and you're like well actually it's the last leg of a multi here yeah. so it's, <laughs> it's 30 to 1 fellas yeah Come on, but um down. the one thing i will say since you're going to the hotel and i'm going to say this straight off the top of the show flemington race eight tomorrow the perth horse triple missile that's come over is running around it's 440s into 340s and it will absolutely and i'm not going to say that word it will brain them it will beat the other horse as well it will beat the other horse as well i can't comment on the fact that i know very little about the eastern states form when very little equals nothing but triple missile last start on a heavy deck which i didn't expect it to get enormous that well was just so big i can see it's in a benchmark 100 which is an amazing race we're in a benchmark 100s over here in wa um, to get in on the minimum, yeah, I, I don't know what it's up against, but it's a uh, it's a serious, serious, serious horse. Like a lot of people think it could have challenged Graceful Girl in the Winterbottom Stakes, a Group One over here at Wait for Age. That is miles. This is a handicap on fifty three. It's so on fifty three. You've sold me. I, I'm not on yet, so I'm going to have to take the peasant price, the three bucks or whatever you're it, it, mate, you do. If you know take what? the three forty, if you take that's the three forty or three sixty now on the fair, I guarantee you this horse will jump two fifty. All right. There's I'll your money you. anyway. I'll you can send, let it go I'll send around. You a text for money back. Go and back it on Betfair now. Then go and just take your little profit. Then go and lay out. Take your profit. Watch it run around for free. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, we'd do that if we weren't. No, anyway. no, no, no. We, we, if we were smarter. Hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, quickly running through last week. The one thing I did want to talk about. If you want to go through the races, I'm more than happy to because I obviously didn't tip. Uh, it was a pretty quiet old day, to be honest. Not not that excited. When I'm tipping, as I said, my whinge of the week this week, Miles, I tipped a four-leg multi. I said, let's lob Lexington City into uh, It's a Ray Day, into Tiffany Street, into Snipperucci. And um, I'm not a big multiplayer, but they were all sort of above my odds. But I'm not big on having four big bets at sort of a dollar eighty, you know? Yeah. And Semperucci's the one that let me down at a dollar forty. Typical for me. Yeah, the so short multis one. are a mugs game unless you're M Fitzner. Stati- That's what it says in my notes. Statistically, I mean, people that go for the eighteen twenty leggers is just madness, right? But <laughs> statistically, twenty leggers. Yeah, oh mate, you should see some of them that people put up there. But, me. but I mean, we've saw that guy recently, the super multi tips. You know, he landed the big mm. boy in the West. But if what you should try and do is actually find the a, a horse that you like at odds. So say something's at. 15 or 20 bucks, take that 
for your, your place that you, that you think will win, take that to place and then put your two or three morals around it. That, that's the best way to, to, that you think of morals to build a multi, I think. Because you've got yeah. to get something in there around at least 280 to three bucks. Otherwise, you, you, you're too, too short. Saying that, I'm going to multi the first two here at Belmont today. Triple missile fourteen hundred, by the way. It's a 1,200 metre horse in WA. That's the only thing I'd say. I just noticed that there. I've just literally gone on to have a bet while we're on air. <laughs> <laughs> we do put our money where our mouth is here. Ah, we do. Um, but how impressive, though, it's a raid, eh, mate? Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Yep. Super return. What I loved about that return, Miles, was Zeebel's a horse that goes quick out in front. It went with it early. Tagged it, ran away from them. A lot of these good horses don't have gate speed like it. It can land on speed and finish off like that. That's sort of a group group one, group two recipe. Yep. Uh, anything else? You're, oh, hey, guess who's coming up on the show? Uh, our man. Our uh, man. Hey, 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 guess guess who's coming up? Wait, wait. We'll let the listeners guess. That's over. That's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have Mickey J on. It's been a um, bit of a teething process. Obviously, last time he was on, and we probably didn't celebrate enough that we got to break the news about uh, him taking on the Peters Seven of Bob's Runners. Yep. Uh, yesterday at Northam, he had one go around called Advanced. It was backed heavily, settled last, settled about 10 off him, and absolutely walloped them. So uh, I think Mickey's absolutely up and about at the moment. Just, He's got a short price one for him, um, for Bob on Saturday. Too. Just for the listeners, tell me uh, when you said, would you like to come on the show with us? What did Mickey – can you read that text message? <laughs> uh, his response was – Terry, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the listeners read into that as they will. He was more than happy. He was keen as mustard, one hey, would say. Hey, one thing we need to do as well, he's, he's got a few drives at the trots tonight. He oh. loves giving one out if he's got one. Last time we forgot to ask him. So let's ask him. He's got about four or five. A few of them are about 100 to one. I'd like if he loves one of those. Oh, yeah. Um, like but he's got a few drives at the trots tonight. So let's make sure we don't forget to ask him this time. Okay. Hey, uh, do you want to jump to the first break and we'll get him yep. up on the other side of this? Let's do let's it. Do this it. is a WA Betfair Edge. Find better rods and play your way on Betfair. It's, well, it's the only place to bet, really. Miles Fitz and Terry Layton be back right after this. And as always, gamble responsibly. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner and Terry Layton with you. All thanks to Betfair. We love them and you should too. Play your way with Betfair as always. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Fair to say that this bloke, uh, we've uh, we've labelled him as our own. Uh, He is... The WA Betfair Edge fan favourite. Uh, he is well. He's got some horses running around for him at the moment that are that are going extremely well. He's got a nice uh, few little runners at uh, Belmont tomorrow. The Chaos is nominated too. Uh, we're accepted for the Roma Cup as well. We speak of Mickey Grantham, and before we get him in, we've just got to we've got to do this straight off the top. <laughs> He's short enough already. He looks pretty well set here. Um, That's probably it, Michael's money. What's he yeah. paying? What's he paying? Uh, we'll tell you right about now. Dollar dollar ninety roughly. Yeah, what is he now? Dollar ninety. Dollar uh-huh. ninety. Yeah, no, not happy with that. The last one. Yours? Happy That's opening. That's over. That's over. It doesn't lose it every time. How are you, Mickey? <laughs> Hey boys, how you going? How good, you going? Good mate. Hey, hey, it, it was overs, and we didn't listen to you that day. We remind ourselves every single time we listened to you ever since. How have you been, mate? And and look, at when we last time we spoke to you, you said you were getting a few of these Peters horses, and uh, how's it all been? It sort of uh, nice as having a few other sort of stable stars kicking around. 
Yeah, well, I think that day, going back to chaos, when I watched his replays again the other night, I think he actually did jump a dollar sixty-five, so he was over that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's been, it's been great to have um, those horses in the stables, and um, I've been lucky enough to get a, a couple of other ones as well now. So, um, you know, and having that one so win yesterday and the the two stars before, it's um, you know, it, it it keeps you busy now. It's um, it's not a, a stop stop and start sort of mm. say routine anymore it's because you know the trots night races tomorrow then you know, trots say monday but then next week will be races wednesday thursday and saturday so it's not you know having to wait around two or three weeks for my next runner so it's good to have those horses at, at the stage of their racing now i guess yeah with advanced yesterday mickey uh were you pretty confident going into it because there was a good stream of money i think it started sub three dollars after being around the four dollar mark for a fair while there chrissy just went back to last from the wide gate he was a long way off him but he looked pretty confident throughout and to come from last and win by four and a half uh you must have been a pretty happy man i reckon yeah no i was um i was wrapped to see what he did um you know, it goes back to when, you know, back to last Thursday when, um, or Thursday week ago when I had my first couple of runners and I was left scratching my head and, um, you know, Mr. Peters had a talk to me and just basically said, you've, you've got to work them. You've got to work them real hard. And I, I, you know, I think I work my horses pretty hard and this horse advanced. He's a real laid back customer. And at his first trial, I was really disappointed with him because he had been working good and, um, you know, then his second trial, he, he went a lot better. But um, when sort of uh, Mr. Peters gets his horses with a throat ops, you've really got to push their limits and, you know, you've got to make them get that edge. And I, I absolutely smashed this horse during the week after its trial. I gave him two really good gallops and a really good blowout two days before. And it's nothing that I've really ever done before. But it's not it's not to say that I'm going to do it with all of them. It's just those sort of ones of... Um, that really need it, and um, he he obviously won with his ears pricked. But it just goes to show that they're all not the same, and they all need real hard work. Mickey, but, um, I was happy with how how he won. Mickey, could I ask you? Yeah, I bet you were <laughs> bolted in. Hey, <laughs> mate, mate, what happens in, with in regards to the the like Mister Peters and, and the placement of these horses? Are you guys in contact regularly? We sort of don't get to talk to sort of too many people too often that have them. Has he got sort of a strong idea and says, this is where I want them to go? Or are you saying this is where I want the horse to go? Or is it a mutual conversation? How does it work? Um, For now, it's a bit mutual. Um, You know, I've got like, you know, say devoted and, you know, you just got to use your brains and, you know, you figure the path that, you know, you'd want to think where Mr. P is going to send them. But at the end of the day, you know, he's had those maidens and he just said, win your maiden, your class one and, and we'll go from there, you know. Um, I haven't really spoke about advance of anything where he'll go, but the way he won, he, he could be a late in his prospect as well. You never know just where he's going mm-hmm. gonna to head after his next start, if he does it again or not. But um, for now, he's been really good, but he's um, he's just a man of so much knowledge and he knows what he's doing and what his horses can do. And he's not a <laughs> he's a realist. He knows that if the horse is no good, he's not going to make excuses for it. Um, you know, he's always said that if they've, if they've got ability, they will never lose it. It's just trying to get it back. And if you can't, well, that's the end of the story. But he's um, for now, he's been, you know, he will always be. I think he's he's great. And um, 
I always think that he's misunderstood by a lot of people and he's got a business to run and that's how he does it. And it's a very successful business as well. And, uh, geez, you've, you've made a, uh, a very positive impact early as well. He's moved a, a couple of horses to a few different yards and uh, there's sort of been that little bit of a teething issue. But, I mean, what I've seen, and we'll talk about Devoted shortly, the way that sort of he's gone at the trials as well, um, there could be a nice sort of feeling at the Grantham camp for the Bob Peters runners and going forward, that's got to excite you. You, you mentioned before there was a couple more that have joined the yard. Are they are they from Bob as well? Yeah, no, there's um, – it's uh, – what have I got? I think I, I got 12 – 11 or 12. It's, yeah, 11 or 12 for him at the moment. Um uh, I got a couple of other ones there that will, um, you know, that will be probably a really late Belmont sort of horses and race in the middle of the Belmont. But um, the horses that he's given me are obviously you know, above average, and they've come from Grant and Lana, so you know they've got to go somewhere. But you know, like I say, you're always pretty thankful when uh, you can drop one off, and he says, "Can you take another one?" So um, I, was, I was just more really relieved to get that winner or the monkey off my back yesterday. Hey, Mickey, let's get straight into your runners. You've got devoted race number three. I'm nearly going to make this my best of the day, mate. Can you back me up and tell the listeners that uh, that this horse is going to win? Because I think it can. Yeah, I think he can. Um, I, you know, I, I'm a bit gutted that Pat couldn't ride him, but... Um, I was going to ask, was, was that to... Patty's choice? No, yeah, well, it was because he's always oh, just a genuine person, to be honest. He just obviously respects, you know, he's, he's not one of those people that keep you waiting. He, he's actually not going to be here for the guineas. And if that's where we end up, awesome. Um, but he just said, well, you know, he's obviously really tied up with Simon, which is fine. But if he was going to be around for the guineas, um, Pat, he had a holiday book for, you know, two years ago and then COVID hit, so they had to keep mm-hmm. pushing it back. So said he's not going to be here, try to get someone else to give him a, uh, to have a ride and they might stick with him through, you know. So that was very good of Pat. Like, he could have just ridden him all the way through and said, oh, I'm not here for the guineas. You're on your own, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a little bit disappointing because he'd done those trials and that for me. But um, at the end of the day, it, you know, that's life, I guess. But um, back to what you think his chances are, I think, um, you know, he's obviously a, a progressive three-year-old and He's found a right race for him first off and his first trial was super. He didn't probably didn't beat much, but to see him sort of travel back in the field and come with a really finishing burst and Pat put one on his rump and him run away from him doing his best work in the line, I don't see any problem in running out the 14. Um, his fitness is good, so hopefully the rest is history. Hey, Mickey, do you reckon he's overs? <laughs> Oh, at 2.35, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Oh, well, oh, where dude. are we going next, mate? You've got uh, you've got Dark Lass and Karanis in race seven. Um, Dark Lass might be one that's got under the radar of punters a little bit. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's, trials have been pretty good. Um, how's, how's Dark Lass's work been sort of uh, comparative? Yep, I thought her first trial without the blinkers was um, perfect. Um, she was obviously over the 950 and Pat had to really get up her, but that's fine. Um, so we put the blinkers on her in the trial. Obviously, she's a reduced choice mare and always had them on, and I was really happy with how she circled them. Yeah, she looked like she nodded off late, but that's her. She even does that in mm-hmm. track work. So I elected to put the visors on her just so she could see a little bit. Um, she had a really nice gallop on the grass Tuesday with the visors, and she, she worked, or she actually worked with Advance, and um, Advance probably didn't have the edge on her. 
Um, she's definitely going to be one of Mr. Peters' um, probably bread and butter horses every Saturday if she can just keep backing up. Um, but I think first up over the mile, she'll run fresh. But, uh, you know, if she wins, awesome. But I think she'll be, uh, she'll be going really well. Mickey, let's move on to Karanis, mate. Now, did something go right with Karanis last start? It was a horse that, when it was first up that I was actually probably keen to have a little bit of a nibble off the back of what I thought was an okay trial in behind Snipperucci. And, and then, but the last one over the 1800, did something go wrong there or, or just, just put in a bad one? No, he's, um, he pulled up shocking after that run. Ascot's been really hard. Um, he was a little bit unsettled a couple of days before the run after his last gallop, so obviously something was hurting him. Um, he raced accordingly. I wasn't happy. He, yeah, he wobbled around the corner. It was, it was disgusting. So um, I went back to basics with him. I got his knees and his joints done. Um, you know, I gave him that really light week, and then I ramped him up for the last two weeks, and... Uh, he's, he's bouncing out of his skin again. He uh, He's half the size in weight. I had him really big first up, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how he's going, but he still he still has to show me that at the track. You know, I can't I can't sell you into any of that, but if he runs really well, well, at least we know we've got him back. Um, but everything at the moment is ticking the boxes, and it's all forward from last start. But, yeah, obviously he's not in the same shape as he was last start, I hope. <laughs> Well, one horse that I've heard you publicly say is in very good nick, and he's, he's the stable star, but is he still the number one? Obviously, we're talking about Captain Chaos, KK, in this year's Roma Cup, $200,000 race. Should be worth half a million at least with the field they've assembled. 200 is not enough. Captain Chaos, uh, we'll have to go back from the awkward alley. Surprised, I'm a little surprised Chris has opted for free trade over the skipper. Um, you can probably tell us more about that. But, uh, look, it's you're probably looking more towards the Belmont Sprint and the Hyperion, but uh, I reckon you, you're expecting the, the champ to run a race here, aren't you? Yeah, he'll never not be the stable star, the boy. Um, <laughs> he knows his place in my heart, so um, he... He's just—he's just a legend, the horse. He doesn't—he's—he's he's not an idiot. He's not anything, you know. He'll always put your, his head into your chest. He's—he's just—he's just a lucky, the loving horse, you know. So he's—he's uh, come back like so much better. He's matured. He's not doing those little snide um, remark things he used to do. He used to not eat after a gallop. He wouldn't touch his food. He would rinse his mouth through the water all the time. Like he's just—he was really trying to figure out who he was um if that makes sense but now he's after his gallop on tuesday i was just like please like come on mate i wanted him to eat and he ate everything wednesday morning licked the bin wednesday breakfast was gone and he just kept ramping it up you know and he's he looks great in condition um he's just he's just come back so matured like he's had those two trials but He's had to stand there all day where before he used to be just buzzing the whole time. He just mm-hmm. goes to sleep. So it just, it just goes to show just, um, yeah, I've, I've pushed his limits coming to the last couple of um, races, last prep, but it, I think it just made him as well. He, he knows what he's there for now. He doesn't get nervous. Um, but you know, he's, he knows what he has to do on his gallop and he tells you when he's ready and He's never, ever been a horse to have all four feet off the ground after a gallop the next day or muck around. I give him a shampoo on that this morning, and he was buzzing around the roll yard, and it's just like, well, you never used to do that, you know? So um, I'm really happy with him. I just uh, I just hope that, you know, he runs really well, 
first up and then, you know, sometimes horses taper off second up and they, you know, they don't really know how to find themselves. But I really think our race is a high period over the mile because they'll start to thin out. Yep. I think they'll start to thin out. And, uh, you, know, I've, you know, everyone else sort of had that one extra run maybe in the um, northern stakes where I haven't. So, you know, they'll, they'll be, you know, they'll be their third or fourth run in or their fourth or fifth run in, in a way, if you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. I'll still be at my third run and we'll be peaking, I hope. Well, that's what we want to hear. Hey, uh, Mickey, before we let you go, mate, we need your best of the day at Belmont. And more importantly, we need your, we need your best uh, at uh, Gloucester Park tonight. Got a few drives in the, in the trots. Jack of all trades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think you go, well, I don't think Swing Ran will get beaten. He's, um, he's a very, very progressive three-year-old. That's in um, race the race five at Gloucester Park. Yep. Yeah, he's the reason I'm still driving because it's my only chance to win a group one. I've had that many bridesmaids <laughs> in it, so I'm sticking it out. Yeah. And uh, obviously devoted, but, um, you know, old chaos. I'll, he'll always be. To be my stable star. So if you go for him for a place just little, but I think devoted should um, should be hard to beat because he's got bigger fish to fry. Mickey, you're one of our favourites here, mate. We love having you on. It's only going to be another six or eight weeks and I'll get Mickey Grantham withdrawals and we're going to have to have you back on again anyway. Mate, uh, lovely to chat. Best of luck uh, in the seat tonight and more importantly, best of luck tomorrow at the track. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Mickey, Thanks, Mickey. Mickey Grantham there, ripper. Absolute ripper, my favourite. Always. All-time favourite. Yeah, he ne- never lets us down, does he? he never yeah. lets us down. Little so, do the listeners a... know that that segment took us about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. I tell you what, though, one thing, I didn't want to pump him up too much while we had him on air, but one thing about Mickey is out of all these up-and-coming trainers, he is getting horses from good trainers and, ho- and trainers that are very well respected in the industry, and he's improving nearly every single one of them. So... When he's getting good horses from Bob, I'm really excited to see what he can do with really good horses. What it goes to show, too, is Bob said, can you try something? You need to work him. He's tried something different. He's, he's willing to adapt, you know, and yeah. learn. So I, I would have said, get your own get your own training license, Bob. I <laughs> 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 wouldn't have really. That's a joke. Time for a break, Terry. Big card to get through. All thanks to Betfair. Play your way and gamble responsibly. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. WA Betfair Edge, thanks to Betfair. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton with you. Play your way and get better odds on the fair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Terry, time to get in the card. We go to Belmont on a soft six. What are you expecting? Oh, I'm excited. I'm, I really, really like this card. We've had times, and, and, and you know, we've, we've, confidence has been waning towards the back end of the Ascot season, small fields, um, this repetitive fields. So we've got some nice fresh horses. We've got some nice new conditions. We've got a nice fair track. Um, look, at the time, what a look, right now, the rain is so soft. I think it will be a soft six. I think it will be an affected uh, track, and that adds a different uh, little point of difference. All right, well, let's get straight into it. Race number one over the 1,400, free entry to Belmont Park Plate. Top of the pop, short enough here. I've got it on top. Um, and look, I, I, clearly, Mr. Covert is a danger. I, I'm going to stick with top of the pops here, but, geez, it's short. Yeah, look, two-horse race for me, M. Fitzner, um, purely on the market. And the fact one's three bucks, one's eighty, and I think there is probably very little between them. I'm going to go Mr. Covert. But I, my Belmont punting season will begin at race two. Well, race two. Well, it's if look, I'm with God has chosen, and I think I think the prices are wrong here. That this one should be the dollar sixty one, and the other one should be around the dollar eighty one. I think this single spank him. 
God has chosen. Yeah, very well could. It very well could. I mean, you know me. I'm always looking at angles. Have you watch me these, dance? These dollar uh, eighty pops beat. And I'm gonna probably a little bit further if you can go media baron. Actually, Miles, <laughs> um, I can make a reasonable case for media baron here as well. So. The first two we've got us chosen from the outside alley. I'm intrigued to see what they do. If they snag out to last, I think they'll probably just win. I think they'll be able to go past them. But if they go forward, I reckon it could be a bit of a sitting duck. So um, got us chosen is clearly the best horse here on what we've seen. But what we've seen this prep, it hasn't is uh, maybe it hasn't come back as good. That's the thing. And it's being priced on the fact of how good it was last prep. Add to that, you've now getting up to 59 and a half in a 72 plus. You've drawn the outside alley. I look it, it, it probably goes, wins. It goes better later in the prep, though. I mean, if fourth up in a prep, it's one. Third up, it's it's two it's seconds only, well, from two goes. Young, second yeah. up, three from three. So the entire record's strong because it's only a lightly raced horse. Who's well? I don't think he's been out of the placings. Maybe first up was out of the placings actually when um, yep. fourth behind comes a time. I think it was that day. Uh, but I just think there might be a slight risk with with Media Baron. The, the path, the thought process I'm going down is it was a thousand and twelve hundred meter race. First and second up, went last and last, ran the second quickest last two on both occasions, and it was really, really noticeable to the eye how well it was travelling late, and it's a horse that needs its mile to show its best. Um, last campaign, it should have won the Boulder Cup. It was a moral beaten in a listed race. Uh, it was it ran fourth in the Asian Bar, wait for age, behind too close to sun. It should have beaten home Samazdat and tell them where coming at wait for age, um, but Kira found a little bit of traffic in the straight, ended up running fourth. It was huge. With in this race, you've got a horse right down the bottom called Interstate who shouldn't be in this. It's miles out of its grade. It will lead, and when you've got a horse that bad leading miles, it means it stops on the field, and you usually will probably get a bunched, uh, a bunched grouping it at the 200, 300. If they've gone forward on Goddess Chosen, or if they've tried to get a spot with Goddess Chosen, the horse that will run the quickest last two here is Media Baron. If this is a grouped, grouped um, lot at the 200, have a look for Media Baron right down the outside. I reckon it can run a race. So not going over the top. Really yeah, do respect. I can tell really you do respect Goddess Chosen, but ten bucks Media Baron. That's that's a bet for me, and it'll, it probably only drifts as well. I can tell you haven't because it's nines out to elevens. So. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a cent yet. Yeah. I'm going to have it all on Betfair because I don't reckon anybody will want to back it besides me. That's it. Uh, race three at Belmont. Uh, best of the day here for me. Devoted. I can skip through this. Uh, I'm that's over. It. I think it wins. It's overs. Yeah, it wins. Yeah, look, I I need to reevaluate how I've marked this race. I've got it to two dollars fifty five, and and um, actually had Dan Cripps, who we'll speak to later on the one one podcast, sponsored by Betfair as well. Yesterday, highly recommend listening. It was a really good deep dive of the card with BJ Ryan and Dan Cripps, and we spoke about our pricing. We both had this horse about two fifty two sixty. We both want to be on. We both think it wins. But it's 2.30. So now you've sort of got to look at, have I priced that correctly? Have I got horses like uh, stay safe, too short in my market, et cetera, et cetera. So look, I think Devoted will win miles, um, but it's just a matter of price for me. I'd love to see something a little bit longer, 2.60, 2.70 plus to get involved. All righty, race number four over the 1,400. Uh, this is where I'm starting to change it up a, a fraction. Uh, I don't mind a couple here at a price. For the Kenny Yard, Chad's me dad, I'm going to go with at $9 and $3. I reckon it's going okay. The trial at Belmont over the 1000 wasn't too bad in front of Bread to Flirt. I thought that was all right. You go back before that, it really didn't do anything wrong. You go back to the 1,400-meter race on the 1st of December, and uh, and I thought it was pretty good in that maiden, even behind a horse called Market Strike. It was a big price. I reckon it's putting it together. Nine dollars there is plenty. Uh, Colchino can have a nibble too at six dollars. So, a couple of little nibbles at horses at value there. Nine and seven around out my numbers. 
Yeah, I'm going down a different path, but I'm going down the same thought process. I think it's a good race to look for a progressive horse. That could very well be Chad's me dad, and that could definitely very well be Colchino too. Lightly raced horses who are progressing. A lot of these have sort of had a million chances, like Snippy Miss, nine, ten bucks, Arnie's Boy, nine, ten bucks. We sort of know what type of horses they are. Even Lord Lonsdale, while he's racing well, um, whether you want to be taking four bucks about a horse who does a lot wrong in his races is a question mark. So for me, it's rule E, barrier one. No luck first up in what was a harder race. Chrissy Parnham sticks. Uh, I'd love to see him get off the fence. Uh, her, sorry, off the fence early enough. And if she's into clear air, I just love the way she won last campaign after doing it tough a couple of times. I think she can run a race at an each way price. So number nine, rule E for me. Race number five over the 1,458. Uh, I'm going down the bottom here, and I've got it marked. I'm going the 12. If I've seen early that you can make ground and make ground well, I'm going with the 12. I think it'll win. I reckon you'll be able to make ground. Yep. I reckon and, you'll be able to make ground. And yeah. so I've got it on top. If something went a bit awry, and I'm obviously not over there, that's why I thought if uh, if you could sustain it on speed or just off speed, I'd be with the one. So I'm 12. Uh, more than likely going to stick that um, off your advice that you can make ground 12 to beat the one here for me and then look six and five to round out my numbers. Zafira, Zafira. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mate, this is a cracking race. This is probably one race I'm, I'm happy to go with the drifter on Betfair. I, I've marked the Velvet Queen favourite. Um, she'll definitely get the conditions, but Zafira and Mosquito's last efforts, like they're all coming from, they were just so good aesthetically, all three of them, but they're yep. all coming from different form lines, you know, and at this point in time, I don't really know how to line them all up. So I'd be very surprised if the winner doesn't come from those three. But you know what? The funny thing about those three is they're probably going to be your last three in running. So um, all of them will be requiring the race to be run a certain way, which they should get. Um, I'm not a big Galactic Storm fan. I think that's uh, been under the odds a couple of starts in a row War now. Jim a chance at a price there? Don't think so. Not from the gate, mate. Not from barrier 12. I can't I can't navigate away for that to beat some of the real good sitting sprinters. So one of those three to win. I'll follow Betfair. The Velvet Queen, I am $3.10. So that's the one I probably most want to be on, but I wouldn't begrudge backing either of the other two. Let's go to race six. First, look at the quaddy. Uh, I found this one tough. Tough, 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 tough. My numbers, three, four, five. Then the one, no white flag. And then the nine, Galaxy Cat. I've actually got go forward on top first up here, but... Um, I think Silken Eyes can actually improve here and ATM at $14. So I've got no clue here. I'm going to be wide first leg of the quaddy, but the three on top for me and hoping. Yeah, I'm just going to take one. Why Why would you take more than one when you've got the winner? Like that's, that's the question I ask myself, winner? Miles Fitz. The, the favourite? I think everyone's just... Well, I think we're all... So many people are looking past, just for me, the obvious here. So I haven't got a huge amount of speed in this. Um, nobody seems to want to tip no white flag. And for me, it's just... A, it's... I think it's a relation to Fabagino. It races in a very similar pattern. Its trials are always so good, Miles, and they haven't trialed it here. So their aim will be just to go to the breeze or go to the front. And if it gets there, it's pretty much all over. So I, I, I really like this horse. If it doesn't get to the front, it's absolutely cooked. It cannot win the race. It's a horse you want to follow in races with no speed and take on in races with speed because it's a different horse when not getting to the front. But I think uh, for Toddy Harvey and, and Sean McGrady that this bloke can um, can get to the breeze at worst and I think he can win it well. I, I, I'm two dollars forty five. Maybe that's a little bit thin, but um, I'm I'm pretty keen to. Gee whiz, no white flag. Yeah. So yeah, I I'm just trying to look at this race very simplistically. If other speed does come that I'm not expecting, I'm probably cooked. But I'm happy to pay to find out. Yep. If Madam kisses any hope. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's progressive. It lands yep. in a nice spot. Uh, Bernie Miller and Paddy Carberry have cup night later in the day. They had a good winner midweek with Cisco Joe. So the stable's going nicely. Uh, it is. Yep.
All righty. Let's go to race number seven. Uh... I don't mind this race either. I think I've found some value again. I'm happy to risk Atlantis Beach here. I'm with Ginger Green for the Wolf Camp and McGrady Camp. Draws inside. That's the only thing that's probably... I just want to make... Like, I just want to hope that, that it it jumps and pushes up. If it sits on the breeze, it'll it'll beat these. If it runs anything up to what it did in that last start where it beat Reet the Right Act, uh, it'll win. So I'm with the two on top, and then I've got five and nine to round out my numbers. Dark, Lass, and the five, Atlantis Beach. Again, we'll just go one out here in the quaddy, I think. Atlantis Beach. Just oh. chuck it on top. It's two, two goes at the mile. It's uh, it first one was an effortless win. It actually... Cliffy Gray and the trainer had that big, an, that big of an opinion of this horse. He didn't even go to Maiden Company. He went, started going straight to Saturday 60 pluses. It was quite interesting and um, got up to the mile, won really softly. Beat Giant Leap, actually, that day, who's a reasonable Bob Peters runner. Uh, last start, the only horse to beat at home over the mile was Other One Son. That's going to turn out to be pretty good form, I would suggest. So um, we just need some luck with Atlanta Speech. Can't get held up. Needs some nice momentum into the race. If you're looking for a bit of value, uh, I've got Pam Bella, $7.50 second favourite. Um, doesn't win many, but it's not, uh, hasn't, has been luckless. And horse number seven, friend of mine, Nick Carapalotti brings one to town from Kalgoorlie. This horse is flying miles. There's a chance. It'll probably lead him up. Holly Watson's on board. It'll probably jump $20 plus. Uh, even Cripper was talking about this horse in the show. We're both around the $10 mark with it. So it's one that'll go around over the odds, but very keen on horse number five, Atlanta Beach. Let's go to the Roma Cup over the 1,200. Um, this makes no sense to me about why they call races cup races if they're under about 1,800 metres. It makes no sense. should be a plate or something if it's 1,200 metres. Don't call them cups. Cups are distance races, right? Anyway. I agree. Yeah, Roma Cup, uh, race eight. Now, Elite Street, based off the last win, it has to be favourite here on top. Drops a kilo. Um, <sighs> but it does meet. it does meet some pretty handy horses in here. You can't rule out my mate Amasinus has not let me down the last two Amasinus has and at good prices. Uh, look, Notorious one, if it turns up, we know that it's got that, that sort of a uh, little bit of a problem with its with its noggin. Um, with its brain. And, <laughs> but it's got unbelievable ability. And the same with a horse like Comfort Me. Now, mm. two from five second up, Comfort Me, a great record at the track. We know this horse has got ability. I expect Elite Street to win, but what I'm doing in my quaddy is I'm having Amasinus, uh, I'm having Comfort Me, I'm having Notorious One, and I'm, look, I'm probably, because we had Mickey on, I'll throw in Captain Chaos. Mate, I, I reckon you've uh, hit the nail on the head with this race. I I think Elite Street will win, but do I want to take? There's there's a query over here yeah. in the West whether it handles a soft six. So it's a soft six at right now. Uh, let's see how much rain we get overnight. How much we get tomorrow? It. Yeah, in questionable grade. If it's gone as well, there is just a slight query. I'm not saying it won't handle it and win. All I'm saying is perhaps if it's two dollars forty, do we really want to be diving into one with a little query on it? That's all. So look, Elite Street for me. Standout elect. I'm two dollars fifty. I'm five dollars fifty. Red can man. It'll get the run of the race. Indian Pacific will go to the front. Yeah, and, and, Indian and, Pacific's a different horse with a wet deck, and there's no Mervin. So there's no Mervin. So Indian Pacific actually gets a rail and gets to run along and do its own thing and be a happy horse, which it has not copped. Um, but I love one that you just threw out there, and it's one I'm going to have something on. We'll get sixty dollars late, seventy dollars late. We'll be tipping this horse in two weeks, I reckon, in the Belmont Sprint. And that's comfort me. Yep. Forget it went round first up. If Troy Turner can dig it up and land across somewhere on, on the speed, don't forget in the railway, it jumped from barrier sixteen and he found the one one and ran second to Western Empire. Two lengths further back was kiss on all four cheeks. Comfort me is a proper horse. And horse. we're not gonna see a price like this about it too many more times. 
if it drew a gate, it would have still been 25 to 1, and I would have been sitting here absolutely declaring it. And it wouldn't have been a declaration, but I would have been excited. From the gate, we need a lot to go right. But I tell you what, you don't often get to back really, really, really good horses at what I think will be $50 yeah, plus on Betfair. You're spot on there. You, you can't – and that's why I've even included Notorious One in my quaddie because if that horse turns up, yeah. you can do anything. 100%. Like, and you've just got to be wary – nags like that. Um, so, yeah, we're sort of in a grant there. Surprise, it's a great surprise. Race. It's a great race. At least straight should win, but if you're, especially if it's a wet deck, you can find some value yes. outside it. spot mm. on. Hey, let's go to race nine. This is pretty straightforward here, mate. Uh, two beats the four. Done. Or, well, four uh, can beat the two, but it's a two-horse race. Boxing. I'm $18, the four, so I'm, I'm clearly taking it on a scene because it's $4 at the minute. Look, I, I, this is a race with a stack of speed, and from 13, I've got timely outbursts nowhere near them. And then from there, I think Brandon Loy is going to have a, just a horrid old time. So Macanto? I really... I reckon I'll have a I'll have a beer with you that timely outburst beats no more than four home. Oh yeah, well you, you owe me a few, so I'll take that. Yeah, I do actually, don't <laughs> I? I'm a few behind actually. Um, yeah, Miles, I think it's going to be set up for a horse like Macanto for cross statement who'll tuck in for featherweights the way I'm going. However, uh, Danny Morton and Chris Parnham combined, the stable is absolutely flying. It was a sitting duck with 60 last start. It was held up the entirety of the start before and three starts ago. Uh, carried a big weight in a lower grade and sat 3D at the trip and absolutely demolished them. It's going to get every chance behind a really nice tempo for a form yard, for a form jockey. Each way, all day, featherweight, horse number eight for me. Alrighty, that's the card on the other side of this. Dan Cripps to join us. Best values and lays of the day. This is the WA Betfair Edge. Terry Layton, Miles Fitz and all thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair and gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton, thanks to Betfair. Play your way and get better odds. As always, gamble responsibly. Running really short on time. Introduce our next guest. He's a superstar from the West. Follow him at Cripps Racing. His name is Dan Cripps. How are you, Cripper? Hey, Fitzy, going better now. I've heard your voice again, so it's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, back, uh, enough with the flirting. What have you got for us this week? <laughs> All right, short and sharp. There's a few that I don't mind, but aren't at my price yet. So the one I'm confident about that might get there is race seven, number five, Atlantis Beach. Third up, the Miles Suits, Belmont Suits. Should be winning. Think we see a better price late. Head up. All right, and that's all you got for us? That's it. Good man. We'll chat next week. That's good. Yeah. Crypt in and out. You can hear him on the podcast too. He went right through the cards. A 1 1 podcast sponsored by Betfair. So you can head there for all of Cripper's tips. I'll run through mine very quickly. Best. Race three, number seven. Devoted. Next best. Race two, number two. God has chosen. Value. Race four, number eight. Chad's my dad. Value. Race five, number 12. Zafira. Terry. Oh, good work, Fitzy. Good efficiency. And now I'm going to talk and blubber. And Hurry up. About that. Race uh, seven, same as Cripper, number five, Atlantis Beach is my best. Next best, race six, number one, no white flag. My value runners, race four, number nine, Ruley, and race nine, number eight, Featherweight. Yeah, comfort me, we both agree. We can back yeah. late overs. Yep. Something on at 50. It's our, it's our crazy. Yeah, that's our crazy. And also... Triple Missile, Race 8, <laughs> Flemington, gives them a galloping lesson. They ignore them. Kiss on all four cheeks, did it. Triple Missile is going to do the exact same thing. The Eastern Staters, they don't I get it, Terry. Right. Hey, uh, chat to you same time, same place next week, mate. Ple- pleasure as always. Uh, that's all we've got time for on the WA Betfair Edge. We do it all thanks to Betfair, of course. Play your way and get better odds on Betfair. Don't forget, you can go to the SEN app, type in Betfair Edge. All the podcasts available there for the full cards. Happy punting. And, well, let's see if we can get a few home for Mickey Grantham. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.